I think more than anyone ever, Teddy Roosevelt loved being the president. And the gusto that he brought to killing animals and fighting for imperialism, he brought to being this president. And he comes in at a time where these big businesses have become so powerful and they've controlled a whole series of presidents. And Teddy Roosevelt basically decides to go after them now too. And he describes himself as a trust buster. He's going to go in and he's going he's gonna to make these businesses change. Um, and he also continues to preside over a foreign policy that's much more aggressive. His famous phrase is, speak softly and carry a big stick, which is to say, talk about ideals, but make sure that your military is really powerful and really strong. Um, he loved giving speeches. He, um, he was very popular. Um, he also would take long breaks from being president to go shoot wild animals. And um, eventually, I feel like I should have a lot more to say about Teddy Roosevelt in office. But so much of who he is is this character that you can see already. So did he make a lot of imperialistic moves as president? Like he interfered in Latin America a lot. Um, the Roosevelt corollary to the, to the Monroe Doctrine says that the U.S. will intervene when its interests are challenged in Latin America. And so this is when you see the beginnings of um, the U.S. intervening to protect um, fruit companies uh, in Latin America, like Banana Republic is a phrase that comes to be about countries in Latin America that are basically controlled by American banana corporations. Because um, like it's like huge banana farms, dictators who are put in place to protect the interests of these corporations, and anytime someone tries to challenge them, Roosevelt, and later the next, every single president since then, will send in the military or the CIA eventually and assassinate or stop the rebellion. Banana Republic is a is not a phrase that should just be like a funny combination of words. It's a pretty dark thing. The United Fruit Company was this company that basically controlled a huge numbers of countries in Latin America. And it starts under Roosevelt. Another thing that Roosevelt does, oh, here's a, here's a good example. Roosevelt wants to build uh, a canal through northern Colombia. And um, Colum it, it had been attempted by the French before, uh, and they failed because there's malaria, it's a swamp. It is seen as the most likely location for there to be a canal because it's just the thinnest part of Central America. And like, why do they want a canal so badly? Well, now we have this huge military force in the Pacific controlling the Philippines and Hawaii, and we want to be able to move our ships between the two oceans. Also, during Roosevelt's presidency, Japan has gone through this incredible transformation and wins a war against Russia. Um, the Russo-Japanese War in 1905. And it proves to people that Japan has the potential to be a really huge imperial power. Roosevelt actually wins the Nobel Peace Prize for uh, negotiating a treaty between Japan and Russia. And part of it was that during the treaty process, he went in saying he was going to defend Japan, and then he switched to help Russia. And he's pretty racist against Japanese people. But Basically, he ends up getting this deal done, which also proves that the United States is like this diplomatic power around the world. Unfortunately, Colombia doesn't want to sell the canal to the United States. 
So what uh, Roosevelt and his team do is they find a group of people in northern Colombia who are willing to start a rebellion. It's a pretty small group of people. They start a rebellion. Immediately the United States says, we have to defend this rebellion. They go down. They support the overthrow and the takeover of this section of Colombia, and they name it Panama. And then the Panamanians immediately sell the canal to the United States. And it's not like they're going to share control. They like that area belongs to us. Isn't it weird that we control the Panama Canal? No, it was taken through this military operation, right? Huge victory for Roosevelt. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. It's a palindrome. He's the man. And he wanted everyone to know that he was a man. He talked about how women, he says he would support women's right to vote. Women by now were agitating for the right to vote. There was now a starting to be a movement of women who not only wanted to vote, but who wanted to be doctors and lawyers and these sorts of things. And he said this was disturbing, and this was going to be part of the decline of manliness within the United States. And if women didn't accept their role, which he said was a very, very important role that should be viewed equally important, of having as many children as possible and raising them, that our country would fall into decline and would be taken over by superior races. So... There's some great quotes about him shaming women who only have two children. He had a ton of children. He had, and he, including his daughter Alice, who was a, who was a nightmare. Supposedly, she would just like burst into cabinet meetings and like knock things over. She had like a pet goat that she would ride around, and they eventually people from Congress came and asked him to like try to do something about it because it was causing problems. And he said, I can either run the country or I can control Alice. I can't do both. I want a pet goat. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly popular. People love Teddy Roosevelt. He does fight for workers' rights. He is part of the progressive era where you start to see legislation um, to create things like the minimum wage and child labor laws. Um, but it's wrapped up into this ideology that I think we've kind of forgotten how scary it is. Um, but he could have been president for like as many terms as he wanted, it seemed like. But he decided that he wanted to step down, in part because the tradition after two was to take a break, and in part because he really had not had enough time to shoot really, really big animals. And so he leaves the country in the hands of his vice president, who everyone's sure if Teddy likes him, he'll get to be the president. And he goes to Africa uh, and spends several years just shooting the biggest animals he can um, with his uh, son, Kermit. And Kermit the Frog has to be named after Kermit Roosevelt. I, I, it must be. Kermit the Frog probably stopped anyone else from ever being named Kermit again. Yeah. Also, the whole idea of teddy bears coming from Teddy Roosevelt, because supposedly he, like, there was a little baby bear that he saved from a tree, but he was, like, out there shooting bears. 